0: bretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many it is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021 oh mp it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting if you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the wellness breakthrough from february 5 to 7 Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Strezlecki Ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years, and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your life.
1: Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life.
2: This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Uh, So it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I tricked Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can, trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families, an express box if you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Movement Radio. Um, so we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it,
1: but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Hey there, wonderful listeners. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for our final, I think, wrap-up of the year that is 2020. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And thank you so much for a wonderful
2: year, ladies, and for being on this journey. Oh, and for the fellas listening too, through um, the year that was. I think this one will definitely go down in the history books. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. So we are The Wellness Women um, on Facebook, The Wellness Women Official on Instagram. I am drandrea.xo on the gram and the period whisperer on Facebook. And Ashley's Dr. Ashley Bond on all of those mediums. Hey, make sure you have subscribed to us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever it is that you medium that you are choosing to listen to, you know, obviously all the gold that comes out of us every single week. (laughs) Um, And we would love for you to please go onto iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review us on there because that really does help to put um, Wellness Women Radio on the top of the charts each week. Um, So, thanks for that, ladies.
1: Wow. So this is kind of exciting, like our last podcast for the year 2020. I mean, I had some big grand plans for this year, but I think like a lot of people, it's uh, it's turned out a little different than we might have anticipated or manifested or, you know, kind of put out there to the universe when we planned out uh, 2020. I know that I sat down early in the year and had these grand visions, but <laughs> the, mm. the world had a different way of playing out this year. What an interesting one.
2: Ash, I remember on New Year's Day, I think it was, I sent you a message just saying, like, Happy New Year. It's going to be the best year yet. I can feel it. Like, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> saying as you, such high expectations. And then, um, you know, there was, I, it was just going to conquer the world this year, right? It was going to be um, just that 2020, it just had such a good ring the to ring it. The ring to right? it, yeah. Um, yep. And then I know for us here in Australia, it started off with the horrific bushfires, um, which really sort of ripped through us. Then we had, you know, we've lived through a pandemic, um, which has been, you know, obviously really changed so many things for everybody, right? You and I have never been so grounded in one place for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, last year I was on a plane every month you know going somewhere every month we would have at least one or two sort of big international holidays each year and um you know for like both personal and and sort of work things and luckily we got to go to japan at the start of the year and had like a decent holiday but haven't been on a plane since which is the strangest um strangest thing because it also meant that there was there was no reprieve from the year either like normally we would have those um like little intimate missions that we would schedule into um like our working life and often we'd be away for work purposes but it would give us a break from um i guess patient load um and everything else that would go with that and we just haven't we haven't had anything like that it's been um it's been interesting it's definitely (laughs) been the hardest year i've ever had by
1: far yeah, isn't it interesting and in how we can all, um, you know, have different experiences and take different things and absolutely agree with you that those mini breaks, which just so critical to the motivation, the mojo that we bring into our our careers as well as our families and homes as well. And I think a lot of people this year have noticed that. Um, are those mini breaks for me were also the creative brain, you know, I get to yes. network, I'd get to hang out with people like minded, you know, I'd get to do a little bit of right brain stuff. There's often, you know, quite a strong element of creativity or um uh, visualization or you know just utilizing um dreaming big and, and creating the things you want to create and it's so interesting how having removed those um you know those i call them like the stones that's sitting in my life i know they're there i know they're going to come along i'll just um i'll get to them when i get to them but having the having those kind of just thrown out the window I was like well, say what? what what are we supposed to do now like if i don't have that what what am i supposed to do so i guess you know we'd love to have sort of I guess riff and have a chat tonight about the um the, some of the lessons we've taken out of 2020 some of the learning some of the experiences um I was just saying to Andrew before that uh we were chatting on the way uh, home from work both of us and uh we you know drive time car chats who doesn't do that right girls <laughs> t- please tell me you you pick up the phone and talk to your girls on the way home cause it just seems like the best time no kids no husbands no interruptions you just yeah. kind of like talk in the car it's like so good um but I was sitting there and I'm driving home and I've got like a a chocolate um cornetto in my hand and I'm like Andrew I just have to tell you right now I'm doing something I haven't done in years like I'm sitting in the car driving home eating cornetto it like it's totally giving me vibes of road trips to Zealand when I was a kid like I'm getting these you know like nostalgic moment of um the holidays we haven't had this year like it was just such a such a nice feeling and I totally feel totally guilt-free about it too I'm yeah, just and like, so you should. so <laughs> like not not my choice of of uh, you know, if food normally. And I wouldn't even call it food; it's confectionery, right? But um it was just so funny for me to go. Do you know what? There's all these nice, probably healthier options there. There's the proud, proud punch ones that are so so nice. And I'm like, no, screw it. <laughs> I'm doing the cornetto. I deserve this.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, good on you. And it, it was funny when you told me that you were eating that on the way home. Like, my mind instantly went to, oh my god, like dairy, sugar, blah blah blah. But <laughs> For you doing that, I could not care less because, obviously, you've made that conscious choice. You've got so many other of your bases covered, like you having just that treat is absolutely fine. Um, yes. Yeah, good on you. I think that that's yes.
1: hilarious. <laughs> it was just funny. Um, yeah, so for me, that was, uh, you know, that was just a little reminder that some of the uh, the things that you do in life, they they can sort of fall by the wayside. You know, those little moments of bliss and pleasure this year have been probably few and far between for most people. Um, so that, something like that was just that little moment of smile that um, made me think, oh, you know what, we really uh, we haven't given ourselves enough um, probably freedom to say it's okay to feel okay I kind of Mm. almost like felt like I've spent the year in a bit of like self-flagellation like this idea that people are doing it so tough I shouldn't be having fun too this is not okay yeah. other people are without this and I, I've actually noticed that I really took away um, a lot of things that I probably might do for myself um, because I didn't feel like I deserved to given the state of the affairs across the planet that I felt really too indulgent to do that and um, that was really interesting because I don't often get that usually I think you know I work hard and this is what i'm I'm here to do and I deserve this and yes I've earned this break and yes I've earned to go and do this you know thing for myself but this year I've kind of felt even though I'm working harder than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like I haven't been able to give myself that freedom to say, hey, you're doing a great job. You're working really hard. You're looking after people. You still deserve to do this. I just, yeah, just couldn't find comfort it's in that. Funny,
2: mm. I totally get it. And actually, it makes me think back to this time last year. Remember, we were in Cairns in oh, North stop Queensland, it. <laughs> and yeah. we were having we were at a um, you know a women's health seminar. Oh, so we good. the seminar was terrible, but Ash and I had the best time together. I was yeah. like going to bloody Louis Vuitton, and um, you know we rooftop were – rooftop bars, yeah, cocktails, we were living it was our so best lives. So and good. what a what a bloody uh, change now, right? Yeah
1: yeah
2: um yeah and it's it's funny like i feel like everyone keeps saying oh i can't i just can't wait for this year to be over and it's isn't it funny that it's just this arbitrary line in the sand yeah um where where everything right yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. um and i've certainly felt like there's been some sort of weird energetic universal shift in happening like recently i feel like I don't know. There's there's something that's changing. There's a, a, a more of a lightness in the air. Certainly here. I don't know what it what it must be like. You know, in other parts of the world. And I know for my little sister um, in Belgium and some of my really dear friends in Europe, they're they're having a really tough time of still with COVID and the pandemic and everything else. And um, you know, I'm so grateful that we've been so fortunate here as well. So I'm certainly looking forward to.
1: <laughs> yeah. I look I think for me, uh that's that's it too, isn't it? This year, for example, for a lot of people, it's not having that something to look forward to. Um, we've really, you know, lacked, I think for, for most of us. Like for me, I always had looking forward to my mum coming to visit Perth from Sydney. You know, I really love when she, she, you know, gets on that flight and I know she's turning up that morning. It's really it's I look forward to it. Um it's something that it's almost like not taken for granted, but it was just a given. I just knew that she'd come over and that, that's another probably a real awakening for a lot of people is that that freedom we've always enjoyed, that freedom of just being able to pop around and do things, particularly given I think most of our audience are a bit like us in the sense we've got pretty much cosmopolitan international families or interstate families. We're pursuing opportunity. Um, we're pursuing, you know, possibilities and in doing so you often move away from, from your upbringing or your family and mm-hmm. in doing so you never thought that you'd never be allowed to go home. You you just never thought that you'd go somewhere else and not be able to just pop over if something's happening. And that was something that I really recognized this year that, you know, freedom is not free um we we don't just it's not something you just have and i think we often will take it for granted and particularly in western countries where we have had you know financial freedom for some time for a lot of our listeners we don't really you know we don't really know what financial hardship looks like for the most part um given that we live in countries of great affluence with incredible social support networks Mm -hmm. and you know social security networks as well so that was something i really went oh wow you know like I might have the money, but I'm actually not allowed to go. That's incredible. I've never had that experience in my lifetime. So um, that was a really, really big awakening for me that um, if I want something, if I want to create something, I need to make the choices, and those choices are backing off values right so you know i don't think i've ever looked for so many times on realestate.com looking for property on the east coast like i just you know that that had sort of left my radar and all of a sudden we're daydreaming about you know coastal properties on the south coast of new south wales because it was like well gosh maybe we should just at least be in the same state so this you know if this goes on forever or if this happens again or if it's another pandemic of any sort um we're not going to be separated you know we're not going to be kept apart we'll be in the same state so the borders can't close on us um and i just thought that was really interesting because um it's definitely I thought I was good with it once I moved back from Europe to Australia and I thought, cool, I've made a really safe choice mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that safe choice doesn't seem so safe anymore. It's almost like I'm still too far away. So I know mm-hmm. listeners, that might not be uh, all your scenarios for you guys as well, but um, I'm sure all of you know someone or connected to someone who has that situation, whether it be the neighbour, you know, whose daughter's stuck mm-hmm. in America or whether it be the friend, you know, who's got um, family in another country. It's just we all – I think I don't think I've met anyone who is – through and through unaffected. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Okay, Ash, I want to hear what were your three highlights for the year, and then I also want to talk about all those. But what were what were the three
1: three highlights? Oh, I love that. Just on the spot, that's a good one. Um, yeah, she, I just came up with that did, question as well. I have yeah, nothing I'm like <laughs> So while, while I'm talking, you're thinking, like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Um, I think, first and foremost, uh, we are far more resilient than we are thinking about ourselves, credit for. Yeah. Do you know that I think that um, it's. Uh, an absolute privilege to be able to have the head on your shoulders that allows you to—it's like the doctor Zeus book, you know—the the, the heads on the shoulders and the feet the feet. <laughs> Basically, you can steer yourself wherever you want to go, and that's a that's a really powerful uh, acknowledgement that each of us individually, even through great hardship, has. Incredible capacity, incredible potential, we can tap into these resources, and sometimes we don't know they're there until we're challenged, so I'm a big believer you know of the whole Phoenix, you know, out of the ashes you know we rise it's um we have to have challenge to introduce the possibilities for change, yeah. you know and to to live better or to be better or to be happier or to make choices that move us towards happiness, unfortunately you know, life will often throw us the hard parts um, for us to either make a decision or to grow or to learn new skills or to gain new resources or to change our circumstance. Um, so for me, that's that's it. Like if I just does one thing, I think that's it. Um, the other thing absolutely family. Like Pete has not reached platinum miles this year so i'm pretty you know excited (laughs) he hasn't been on a plane so what an incredible feeling this year we haven't been apart you know we haven't um been separated by work and um and flights and and countries and time zones so that's i mean it's almost the absolute opposite to last year which is phenomenal um and the third one is probably attention to how my time is used, how my life is used, um, knowing I think it became very aware that like, gosh, if this was to be the last view on this earth, what would I really want to know that I've done with my life, with myself? Um, almost like a fatalistic view of the world, because honestly, every other day it was talking about death rates, you know, infection rates and all that stuff. And I thought, whilst I wasn't fearful of those things, it was a really nice mirror to hold up and say, you know okay so if it was to be you know your last year on this planet what would you really want to have said you've done or what do you feel as though your legacy is and it was a nice reset just a reevaluation that some of the things i'm doing are really great and some of the things i just let go off um yes. i just dropped a few things i just dropped a few things that i just didn't find important and didn't move me um the way i wanted to go but like one of those things anyone who's you know you always put on check out social media i'm like seriously I don't do anything on there. You know, people who might be following us think, oh, look at Ashley, she does nothing. And I, I agree with you, I just don't do anything there because it wasn't filling my bucket and I was pushing and I was trying and I was not to say faking it, but I was trying to like cause myself. I'd set a task, I'm like, cool, you got to post one thing every day for seven days. Um, as if that's going to make me really love doing it. And I would do that and I'd be like, okay, done. Like I seriously don't enjoy it. So um, I had a smile yesterday when I looked through and I think I've posted like six times in six months. Like <laughs> it's not exactly uh, a social media influencer, but – do you know what? It was just something I had to let go because it just caused me more distress than than happiness. So I let it go. So, yeah, drop the ball on that one. So don't follow um, me. <laughs> um,
2: but, hey, that might change at any point, Ash, and I, I do show sure, um, The stuff that you do post is bloody gold. So, yeah,
1: still follow Small it, still pieces follow often. Ash. Small pieces, yeah. <laughs> um, now your turn. So what are the three great things you've taken out this year? What uh, have you been your personal growth opportunities?
2: Oh. Okay. Um can I start with my three crappy things? Because um, that has been what's led to The three great things. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Go for it. Um
2: yeah. obviously uh you know, this this has been the hardest year for me because of losing Tiaki. Um mm. and I oh geez and I'm going to try and not get emotional while I talk about it um <laughs> I, I always knew it would be hard I never I never ever pitched it thought we'd be this hard um and it's like the the grieving process for him hasn't been linear either um definitely mm. sort of goes through through ebbs and flows um and but you know the fact that like he he like, I know, total, total crazy dog lady. And, um, no one will really get it, but he was my baby. He was my child. And, um, I haven't completely lost the plot. And I think that that's probably, (laughs) you know, there's been some, some good that's come out of that. And I went completely crazy for a little while and I was contacting every like animal medium I could possibly find just to have some sort of, um, connection to him and some sort Mm. of semblance that he was okay. And, um, like, uh, I was totally, totally losing it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I think just knowing that I can, like, have really, really hard times and, and you know, it's okay. Um, and then, you know, I got pretty rocked at the practice as well and had some really, like, real – big staff challenges um, that I didn't see coming and, um, you know, people with really serious mental health issues that, um, again, I didn't see coming that kind of floored me, that led me to working six days a week again. Um, or, well, this is actually the first time I've ever um, worked six days a week and the that really brought into question so many. Um, I really thought that I was a good judge of character and I thought that, um, I could, you know, see things, um, a lot deeper than what a lot of other people could see. And I, I should have known these things. Um, so I think I had to really bloody look at myself and my values. And, um, it was a very humbling experience for me as well um it definitely um had to check my ego at the door when, when some of these things were happening as well just because there was no space for that anymore um so i think that and th- those were two um obviously the two hardest things this year and then from that just having no time whatsoever anymore, and now um, it's funny we've we've done a flip. So Ash, your hubby's home all the time now, and now Dean's working away. Um, mm. So he's away for um, two um, two weeks away and, and one week on. So, oh, sorry, one week home. So I'm compressing three weeks worth of work into two, so that I can try and have a little bit of um, flexibility while he's home. Like I'm still working a lot, but just slightly shorter hours, and I'm taking um, one day off while he's here. Um, which is great, but it just means that time is even more condensed. Uh, So it's shown me this year from those things exactly what I want to be doing, um, which has really, um, really helped. And now all the decisions that I'm making is um, I'm hoping are congruent with that Um, and how like I don't – I really hate being this busy and I hate, you know, Um, working the sort of the hours that I have been and that's not has nothing to do with my patients my patients are amazing and I love them but it's more just the energy expenditure and there's um, not much left for you know creativity and teaching and learning and and everything else that sort of goes with that and the stuff that really um, lights us up and is so um, purposeful to us Um, so I think realizing that has been probably one of the biggest things that sort of come out of it and again definitely resilience <laughs> um,
1: yeah i mean hun, look here i am talking about resilience but you can just see for each and every person big deep and hard stuff is big deep and hard stuff and yeah. it's and i think for all our listeners you know they're they're thinking the same thing like there's so many of them that will absolutely connect with you and completely understand that loss, that sense of grief that you're experiencing. And then other people will laugh at my, you know, challenges thinking, well, it was nothing compared. And But no. it's all oh. – and I sort of say to every person, oh it's all relative to your own life's mm. experience. So it doesn't, you know, your big, deep and heart is just as bad as the next person's big, deep and hard. It's so relative to your own life experience. And yeah. I, I think that's one thing this year I've noticed that a lot of people do. They're dismissing a lot of like, oh, we've still got it really good, but this stuff is still really serious. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, but we, at least we live here and, we, you know, we're safe. Imagine being over there. But I still try to acknowledge everyone and say your big deep hard you know your hard day your bad day is still a bad day mm-hmm. <laughs> you're okay to acknowledge that you don't have to dismiss it and say oh well someone else is doing it tougher than me I mean i'm sure if that makes you feel better but sometimes it also makes us bury you know our truth um so yeah i really definitely appreciate you sharing that because that's stuff that um that is big, deep, and hard. It's I always say it's the, the hard stuff to carry, and when people realize that, it's like, oh wow. Um, and you know, interesting, you opening that up was, you know, again me showing me that I've di- buried some stuff because I didn't want to diminish anyone else's experience, right? Mm-hmm. And I had my big, deep, and hard start to the year, and I'd almost for- not forgotten it, but in this moment, I'd forgotten it because I had put that stuff aside, thinking other people have it worse. Um, yeah. you know, we had that, um, that horrible experience at the beginning of the year with, you know, a miscarriage at, um, just shy of 12 weeks. And that's hard, you know, <laughs> that, that hurts too. Uh, that so I think. That's pretty traumatic for you, Ash, as well. That wasn't an easy process. No, but then again, I still was like, oh, well, other people have it worse than me. And, you know, you just project, you know, how much worse other people have it. But in your own life experience, it's still big, deep and hard stuff. Yeah. So, so you know, ladies, yeah. I guess, you know, another learning from this year has to be for all of us that... Um, bad days are relative you know we all have bad days and just being able to talk and to communicate and to share without judgment without you know diminishing your your experience is also such a powerful um i think awakening of this year you know Mm -hmm. a lot of people have had to be so much more open and honest and truthful because their their hard stuff has been so much harder than normal
2: yeah. You know, it's so much I mean. harder
1: because it's not just one thing, it's multiple things. It might be, you know, losing businesses, partners being retrenched or redundant. Like, you yeah. know, th- there's so many layers to it. Kids now being at home that weren't at home, like they were being held from school, and all of a sudden parents are trying to work from home, and there's kids running around screaming, and somehow <laughs> those parents, is, you know, supposed yeah. to be getting work done with kids that, like, it just, that is hard stuff. And, um, yeah, so I guess acknowledging everyone, all of you girls listening that um, over this last year and, you know, particularly of our patients that are sharing the big, deep, hard stuff, thank you so much. You know, thank you for trusting us to to hear that and to listen and to, you know, have have that space for you because uh, this year has been extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yep. You know, not extraordinary but extraordinary. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, And I think it's definitely reminded us of what, you know, it, it brings you home to the things that are really important as well. Uh, you know, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see my little sister again because um, she's in Belgium. They're definitely on complete lockdown there. They're allowed to, um, it's quite funny, they're allowed to have one person to their house for Christmas, on Christmas Day. Um, which just seems like totally crazy because how could you how could you just choose one or, um, you know how could you split family members or or whatever? So I'm I'm assuming that lots of people are going to be rebelling against that, but but who knows? Um, and we're just so fortunate here that we, you know borders are opening and we've got a little bit more flexibility and freedom. But there's so many people who have family overseas and all sorts of different things. So, um, I think yeah, this year has definitely reminded us of what. Hopefully, what truly is important, and um, certainly has made me question some of the things that I've been spending a lot of time and energy on, which maybe aren't necessarily worth.
1: <laughs> no, totally. And look, I think another big learning for for all of us this year is adaptability. Yeah. So many of us have had to adapt and shift and change and alter the way we work, or alter how you know uh, we're functioning, the way we're spending our time, how we're spending our time. Um, I find this year almost enormously positive in some other ways mm-hmm. you know incredibly um influential in our futures in the sense that it's forcing us to dig deep find opportunities adapt um i hate the word pivot because it was like the buzzword of the middle of the <laughs> pivot i saw it pretty much everywhere in every continent mm-hmm. like, what is this pivot it's like by well, the time you're pivoting you've missed the pivot right <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's, sort of, it's definitely true
2: one of those I would say,
1: businessy kind yeah, of catchphrases catch word of twenty twenty. 20 pivot. Um, but anyway, I saw it so often that it's kind of is stuck there, but you know, just realizing that you can't be paralyzed by fear. You have to just lean into it. You have to surrender to it. You have to adapt, you know, find new ways and new possibilities. Um, and also, you know, for a lot of times, just pick your battles, you just can't yeah. win them all um, and yeah. picking your battles it really helps you, again, to identify what do I really love, what do I want to do, what do I want to be, um, what does the rest of this you look like because obviously I can't control all these factors. So pick the battles. Like don't start battling uphill if you don't have to given that you have no consequence in terms of law and all of these things that are kind of controlling our lives so much at the moment. Um, that freedom has is, is definitely been diminished in huge ways. Um, You know, respectfully, I I understand the the needs behind it, rightfully or wrongly, but still... Um, we've certainly had to try to uh, pick the battles because you can't go fighting in the government to go open borders to go see your family. So it's like, okay, whew, all right, let's set up some Skype cans, let's make it all work, you know, let's make the best of this. I loved one of the stories from my client saying that they had nana reading times every week. Her, she has um, grandchildren in three different cities, including a different country, and they found a time that worked for all the families and they were doing the grandma book reading each week at that the same time. just so sweet. Brilliant, right? So that again, that's adapting. That's uh, that's finding the best way through in a situation they can't change. And I just thought this is stuff that up until this point no one really thought to do. Mm -hmm. You know, they as families they would never have thought to have found that day of the week where now they could speak to all the grandkids and have a story time with them, um, and all the cousins got to see each other and you know in Skype with each other. And that's that's really cool because up until that point they'd never done that. So. Definitely grand opportunities and huge um, positives for me coming out this year as well, just seeing that, uh, hey, I'm just seeing a lot of people, I hate to say it, a little bit happier as well. I know we've got this horrible contrast of, you know, a lot of sadness, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, but I'm having a lot of people tell me, how relieved they feel that they've been able to let go of things that they felt guilty about doing, you know, whether it be running the kids to a different sport every afternoon of the week and now they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just reevaluating how they were running their their life. And I thought that was such an interesting comment. And I've heard it so many times. I'm saying to think, I wonder why so many people are taking so much positive out of this year, given how horrible it looks, you know, on the surface. But I think that comes down to just, you know, family values, getting back to the basics, um, reevaluating what you're wasting your time, money, and energy on. And uh, finding happy ways through, so yeah. again, good, what, good, good what positives. Truly I
2: think. Important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, Ash, what are you doing for
1: Christmas? Christmas, um, touch wood, literally knocking on wood here on my my lovely tassie oak timber table my husband made for me. Um, we are flying in and out of Canberra. So we were trying to find a, a cheeky little way to avoid quarantine uh, safely, you know, with the right uh, <laughs> the right policy and procedure in place. We weren't doing anything naughty, but it was just a way. So hopefully our family could enter the ACT from New South Wales. Yes. Um, but now, thankfully, borders have opened at this stage. So, again, honestly, I'm just not getting too ahead of myself. I think I've really dropped the expectations so far that I'm just – I expect nothing yes. <laughs> if it happens right? So, um, you know, if suddenly tomorrow they said, you know, Borders New South Wales are closing, I'd be like, ah, sucks, that sucks, but that's okay, we'll keep this camera plan going. Yes. Um, So, yeah, going to go, you know, finish the year on a high. I mean, literally finish the year on a high. <laughs> We're going to head down to the snowies um, in uh, sort of the, the southern New South Wales area there and um, as a family, my mom, my brother, Pete, me, and Ollie as well, as long as we're all, you know, doing okay health wise, um, going to just kind of wander to the top of Mount Kosciuszko, Australia's tallest mountain, um, so just cool. to, you know, just to have that family moment. And you, look, you don't all have to walk to the top of a mountain to, to get that effect. It's just simply, we're a family that that's how we do things. <laughs> you see, know,
2: Ash, like, that might be stuff that people on your social media might want to see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe true. There's definitely there's definitely some uh, moments there that I expect to, you know, when they say, you know, life's not about, uh, it's about the moments that take your breath away, um, literally. And I yes. think, you know, obviously a little bit of altitude coupled with a, a panoramic view like that will really help to reset um, my, my vision for 2021. And so that's something that means a lot to me. Um, some of the best moments of my life have happened at the top of mountains, literally, you know, best moments are reality checks, engagement, yes. top Mount Kosciuszko So I just, you know, I hate to say it, but there's a little pull of the mountaintop that tells me that something's gonna be okay. Um the best things have come at the top of the mountain. So I feel like it's uh the perfect kind of cathartic moment to to reset this year and, and to bring in the new one.
2: Ah, oh, that does sound so amazing. And are you gonna climb it on New Year's Eve? Is that
1: No, no, we'll do it uh two weeks before, just okay. timing wise, just how we're running around the the sort of between Canberra, Snowys, out to the coast, and then up to Sydney. Hopefully, we're triangle. We'll be able to do that one, but um, most likely Sydney New Year's Eve, which is also very beautiful. It's uh, my childhood, my upbringing, and uh, it's some of the best nights of my life have happened on the Sydney Harbour foreshore. So um, that would also not be, not be a bad way. I remember I spent
2: a New Year's um, Eve there when I was a teenager with my then boyfriend. Um, yeah, I, I remember it. it's magical.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very. And Not that there be millions of people on the foreshore, I imagine, but it's just more the the idea of it. Yeah, you know, I, I still have that emotional memory and that uh, lovely positive connection to that experience. So for me, it's just the thought of it. It makes it uh, makes it special. But yeah, that's that's how we're kind of going to roll through Christmas. How about you? What's happening? Well, Dean is away. Um.
2: So and I uh, tossed up. You know, going back to see my family. Um. You know like back and forth so much. And then we had that sudden shutdown of the South Australian borders Mm. and it happened so quickly. And because of that and because when Dean comes back, I don't want to risk not being able to spend like his week off with him um, as well. So I'm going to organize to go home and see my family a little bit later in the year, but um, so Dean's Dean's away for Christmas um, one of my best friends has just moved back from Melbourne we actually celebrated our 20 year friend anniversary last weekend so that was really oh fun. That was beautiful <laughs> so um, Louise and her partner here for coming to my place um, with some of our other friends I'm going to cook up an absolute storm it's the one day of the year that I actually enjoy cooking um, and there's going to be cocktails galore and there's going to be probably stacks of alcohol um, and definitely not hormone reset um, friendly food or anything like that that, but um, you know that that's how we roll on Christmas, and that is totally fine. Um, and then when Dean finally gets home after New Year's, we'll go camping and just um, kind of get away from from Perth for a little bit before I start back at work. Um, lots of intention setting, lots of um, it, I will have about I think about five days before Dean gets home, so a bit of time to kind of decompress and almost recalibrate from the year and take stock of what worked, what didn't work, (laughs) so that then moving into the new year learning the lessons and hopefully bringing those into that new year so that I'm not repeating those same
1: mistakes, um, hopefully. (laughs) So, So, that will be the plan. Love that. I love that you're going to dedicate that that time, that intention setting. I think, you know, it's Mm. so easy to throw that idea away given how chaotic this year has been gone. See, well, it was a waste of time last year. I haven't been able to do anything. But, Mm. you know, each and every year, and that's that optimism, that hope, that forward thinking, that forward vision, and it doesn't matter what adversity we face. I really, really believe that the best – in humanity comes from us digging deep and always looking forward, you know, always seeking greater opportunities and possibilities and really staying focused on the purpose of your life. You know, like what are you here for? What's what's your time spent for, um, irrespective of how the world's going around you, um, staying true, staying – we always, you know, we talk about this a lot in, in my life is for me just having that North Star. It doesn't matter which way the ship sails but there's the North Star is always there and if you keep looking back and staying focused on that North Star, you know, your purpose your vision um your intentions then you're allowed to deviate but you'll always reset the course and i think that's something that's really been important um if you know anyone was wondering you know what would they do with their life i'm like just figure out what your north star is is it your family is it you know is it career i mean it's allowed to be those things people have judgment but i'm like if it's your career let it be your career but give it everything you know make it your north star and let it be strong and light the way and stay focused on it because i mean you and i whilst we talk about our careers in chiropractic, I don't think either of us believe it's a job, <laughs> do you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's not what we do, it's who we are. So as fundamental as it sounds like setting career goals, like for me, they're absolutely entwined with life,
2: life There's no goals.
1: There's separation and it's so funny no. um, that
2: uh, it took a little bit for Dean to get used to that mm-hmm. and then someone said – It's not a job. Yeah, yeah, and someone, um, someone said to Dean – um, Dean you married the woman you married the mission like it's, uh, yeah. it's not just like you, you know you, you kind of have to realize that um, it's it's as much of who I am as as anything else and I think that also is true for our absolute mission um, for you know changing the face of women's health as well because it's not good enough and I think that is absolutely so purposeful for both of us um, which yeah. is what's, I think, you know, drawn us to have the podcast and everything else and, and why we do have that that chemistry, Ash, I think it's because of that shared, like, passion and drive and unwillingness to accept all of the failures in women's health at the moment um, because, you know, women do deserve better and they don't deserve to be suffering the way they are and there is a better way.
1: Uh, yeah, can't say it better. And I think that's you know, but that's it though. Like when you think about the closest friends you have, you realize that you all have a common north star. There's things in your life that that you run off the same north star. You you go in the same direction, and um, and that's really what is the is filling the bucket. You know, making you happy, making you uh, enjoy your life. So my big thing is, <laughs> even in adversity, keep keep looking towards your north star. You know, whatever you want to call it, it's it's your mission, it's your vision, it's your purpose, it's your soul contract it can be anything you you know you really set your your heart to but make it worth something you know make make it uh, make it purposeful so yes i'm kind of a little envious i'm going to have to definitely make uh, some time out on our trip away to just be purposeful to set sit in that moment to set intention to just I was smiling at what word I always have a word for the year. And um, honestly, with this year that's happened, I'm not even sure, I don't even remember the word. (laughs) Honestly, I just was like, I think I've lost it somewhere along the way because it just had no resonance. It meant nothing because it just didn't set with the the year. But I almost feel like next year, you know, keywords should be something like peace, (laughs) you know, focus all my decisions on peace, you know, and calm because uh, this year definitely have had a few uphill battles of pushing against things that just didn't feel easy or steady or required so much more effort than and they, they really should, I believe. But, um, again, there's lessons in that. Yeah. Oh, so grab the lessons so and, like you said, learn from them. Don't make the same mistakes with them again if you can avoid it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's possible that you will make them again. I know I've definitely made plenty again and again. <laughs> I don't learn. <laughs> and,
2: until you learn that, right? Um, and I can officially say I've had another year without chocolate. Like even oh, through well all of um, all of the things that happened this year, I still have not eaten chocolate. I am quite proud of myself.
1: Very good. Yeah. Well done. I've sort so of I I,
2: why I did that in the first place, but it's I'm rolling. Now bit, just on so. principle. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> is there such a thing as, you know how like there's veganism and is there like chocolatarianism, like you anti-chocolate people? Is well, there such a thing? Can my, you give yourself a tag?
2: Well, my friend Louise is a selective non-chicketerian. Which means okay. that uh, this is a label we made up. So it means that she can eat chicken, but she can't cut it up or prepare it, and she'll only eat certain cuts of the chicken. So maybe I am a selected, maybe a oh, I don't know. I'll come up with something, but maybe yeah. a um, a non chocolatarian I don't know. A chocophobe. Chocolate. Oh, I'm definitely not phobic of it. I'm phobic of no. eating it now oh. because it was obviously my my crutch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well we all so need crutches funny. yeah we all need those so um yes i think you know to top off this year we've we've definitely kicked some good goals as well you know we've done some great things together and we've been a little bit slack but we definitely want to let you ladies listening know that um yes our intentions for next year are better and different we just couldn't like, I hate the word, but we couldn't pivot our program quick enough to make it all work. We just uh selectively put two mm. two months in the year we did the programme. But uh, next week I'm sure we next week and next year I'm sure we oh can get not, get going. Next week again, I'm but, not
2: ready for it. And when you mean we've been with slack, it's just it's simply with the reset and everything else and it's just um, you know, we ran two we ran two resets during the year, didn't we? And they were yes. awesome. And yep. the women who did it were phenomenal, and they were they were really really great. But our intention is always to do it a little bit more often because of the value that women get from it. Um, so we, we will do that next year. Um, we will probably come out with a um, maybe a reset two or a different different iteration of it. I'm really hoping that we can do some more live events as well. Um, yeah, definitely. That, that definitely lights us up, um, and just more learning and teaching. Yes, yes,
1: back to the the roots of why we do what we do. You know, we, we love to learn, we love to share. Um, and grow and I know that we've got big plans as well to have some more great guests and I think we're going to kick off the year with uh, some really pretty cool people so yeah stay tuned yeah. 2021 we'll have some beautiful voices to start the year with um, yeah. some of our favorite people that we admire and listen to so and, uh, um, just
2: we've already recorded some of them as well so then yeah. yeah
1: so stay yeah. tuned but no hints. yeah <laughs> yeah no we can't share just yet but um, that's really cool I'm really looking forward to that so Wow. I think that's Firstly, good. you know, I just it's want to good say thank to you to and you, Andrea, for another Aww, amazing year. Um, I feel so blessed that we found each other um, at the time and place we did and that um, you got on board with the idea that I want to do a podcast even though I was terrified of public speaking. <laughs> and-, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you pushed and it seems yeah. like a, it's so long ago now, but um, it's really a privilege every year we get to the end of the year. And I just think, wow, Andy, we've done such great stuff again. Thank you so much. I really, really value, um, yeah, UK me on track and keeping me accountable for the most part
2: <laughs> oh thanks ash and vice versa as well and um you know i really feel like our our sort of meeting was just it was it was the time it was the place it was um predetermined and you were definitely like soul family to me now like and it just um you know doing this with you and your friendship means the absolute world to me so i'm so grateful for you as well so ash thank you um we definitely haven't been able to catch up enough this year but i'm looking forward to that
1: and I know there's no videos, but, you know, right here on my desk is sitting your oh, your, cute. your Chrissy present. So. Oh, my God,
2: it's so cute. <laughs>
1: yeah, It's so wrapped, everybody. It is, I don't know what it is. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, awesome. And thank you to you gorgeous listeners as well. Like we just – Cannot thank you enough because this is no show if there's no one to listen to it. It's just a, a blurb out in the the web space of, you know, the universe, which uh, has no meaning or purpose unless actually it has someone who can action it. So mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in to us and for putting up with our nonsense at times and to, you know, be patient with us when we've missed recordings or, you know, haven't posted things uh, the way we needed to. But we really, really uh, value your reviews as well. You know, this mm. year we've had some beautiful reviews and we really thank you for, for taking that few minutes. just. Go there, write something lovely, say you know, say there what you you get out of this, um, and to give us those five stars. It's just been really highly appreciated from both of us. And mm-hmm. I know that um, when I, you know, realize how many of my clients listen or you listening that you know patients in our practices thank you because you guys also inspire us it's your stories it's your experiences it's your hardships um it's your quirky problems that we kind of get triggered by and we think oh my gosh totally doing a podcast on that thanks for the idea um so it's your stuff that actually inspires us to to come up with new topics and new new conversations so yeah big 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 thank you to all of our our support crews and um and big thank you to our hubbies too they give us the freedom and the space to do this because it's very hard you know with our work schedules to come home and then pick up and say hey babe we're just gonna smash down dinner we're gonna go record like both of us do that so thank you to our husbands Peter and to Dean um you guys are amazing I know you probably will never listen to this but just know you had a shout out (laughs) yes
2: um I I like that it's there Dean will never ever listen um which is hilarious and probably just in a rebellious way um and still to this date I have not listened back to one of our episodes because I still can't because it's too weird um (laughs) (laughs) which is why it's amazing that ash does the um editing for for us so i'm so grateful for that too and i'm so glad that you're still doing that (laughs)
1: Pleasure. would <laughs> so be and way too God. awkward for me to do that. Don't so you love that we do the strings? I'm happy to do that. And I'm happy for you to sort out the posts and get that stuff on social So yeah, thanks to Andrea. <laughs> and also,
2: <laughs> if she's listening, a little shout out to um our PA Sarah, who is just freaking yeah. amazing. Um, I think that's definitely one of my my wins this year is finding Sarah. She has been just oh such a legend. So anyway, on that note. Um, ladies, again, thank you so much for joining us for another year of Wellness Women Radio. Um, we can't wait to be back with you in 2021 for a new year. Um, you know, lots of new topics. We're going to continue to raise that bar for women's health. Um, we will continue to bring you the most up-to-date women's health research that we can, um, and we will. You know, we're committed to always staying ahead of that curve for you. So, ladies, again, you've been listening to Wellness Women Radio. We are the wellness women, Dr. Andrea Huddleston and Dr. Ashley Bond. And until next year, be well.
0: This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.